Barry White. Coming at you. Real. No, I'm the white Barry White. And, well, yeah, but just saying white that many times sounds stupid. Hope you people are feeling this. It's like the like Department of Redundancy Department. Took a lot to get this uber sexy voice. And I uh, hope you appreciate it. Because you're stuck with it for the rest of the hey. duration of our show tonight. I'm going to talk like that also. And rape children in something, my van. Something about it does not seem as authentic when you do it. It just sounds like you're... Now it sounds like you're whispering, like you're not even projecting. Just like, I can't. It's because I'm sick, bitch. There it is, see? There it went. Jesus. Yeah, I was trying to play it up for the audience Intimate. a little bit. Bitch. Jesus. So, uh, what's up, people? All right, we decided on a name. Just kidding, yeah, we didn't. No, we didn't at all. Cool. <laughs> um, I feel like we got a couple of good entries from one person. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Yeoman. One person. Mr. Johnny Yeoman. Wow, yeah. already individual shout-outs going. <laughs> He's the only one that's given <laughs> us the most feedback so far. Yeah, valid, valid. Um, so... What so, do you say the the half hour entertainment hour? Yeah, Nick and Nate's half hour of entertainment hour. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it's, that. That's it kinda, pretty good. Kind of plays on old like BBC British comedy shows mm-hmm. that kind of were like funny right out of the gate in the name. Yep. So I kind of like that one. And, and then, then somehow like bumping Uggs is is holding on. Yeah. Bumping Uggs with it Nick had and Nate. Renewed life for me as well when I heard it. The way he put it, bumping Uggs with Nick and Nate. Yeah. It's subtle, but classy. Is there... No, it can't <laughs> It can't retain any bit of class whatsoever. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Yeah. That was awesome. We need to get out of the way from the beginning that I am actually really sick. That wasn't a joke. That wasn't my white, very white joke. I am legitimately sick, and I sound like shit, and so you're going to have to just put up with it today. Yeah, so you can probably just press off right now. Yeah. I'm hoping by the end of this... We've done gone so long that you have taken in these same germs and get it. Oh shit! As well, yeah, that's like a serious kind of because <laughs> I'm sick of you making fun of me. Uh, so, anyways, so this is also what our Christmas episode. Yeah. Yep, as noted by the intro today's show, Grand Kwanzaa. No, every I don't. Oh wait, and Christmas <laughs> holiday. Mostly just Christmas though. <laughs> <laughs> there might be one Jewish person. What do they even do? With, what does that have to do with Kwanzaa? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't Kwanzaa like the day after Christmas? I don't. Yeah, but it's not a Jewish thing, is it? I thought so. Wait, what's the African thing? Maybe that's Kwanzaa. Yeah, I don't know. Shit. Damn, we should research that. Yeah. Sorry, Jewish people, for not knowing <laughs> about your holidays. Yeah. Sorry. What I um, mean, it's Hanukkah, and then. I thought Kwan- is Kwanzaa just the eighth day or, or something? I think you might be way off, but I don't want to look like a fool later, so well, I'm gonna let you look stupid here. Hello. Just keep going. All right. Um. Yep. So, it's Christmas, about to be. Yeah. And so what are you doing for Christmas? One of my parents' house, and I don't even know if they got a Christmas tree, honestly. <laughs> Do they sometimes not do that? No, I mean, normally they do, but I just don't think... I'm not sure if they've had time or whatever is happening. They don't get that fake bullshit, do they? 
Uh, not normally. Normally they get the the real deal. Yeah, it seems like people like older people graduate to some level like retirement age. And not only do they not want to work, but they also don't want to deal with a real tree anymore. Yeah, it's like we have plenty of time to do whatever we want now, but I'm not going to spend it being authentic. Yeah, I've pretty much told my mom the day she gets a fake tree is the day I stop coming. Well, damn. But that's also going to be the day that she's saving an I mean, It is the load. symbol of Christmas in your living room. Everyone in their PJs opening their presents, stockings, village around, the train going around the tree. And the very symbol itself is fake. Did you what does that did you say have like your, all your childhood Christmases at FAO Schwartz? Yeah. Because I had no, what train set? What you didn't have the little train going? Hell no, I didn't have a train set. I had multiple ones because I'd break them and shit, so they have to get new ones. No, I ne- I I've literally never had a single train set. Oh, I was big on trains. I was growing up at HOS scale, Lionel, the Lionel ones, the bigger ones. It's pretty serious, dude. You missed out on a I real childhood. Out on that. Yeah, no, I was like. Thinking about sports. <laughs> sports. And, you know. That's awesome. Toys. How are we going to have a show when we have almost nothing in common? I don't know anything about sports. Not, I, what? I don't know anything about sports. I mean, we can talk. You want to talk about the Eagles? Yeah, that's the only thing I know what to talk about. And I don't even care about, like, the Eagles as a sport team, per se. It's just like the Eagles are like family heritage for me growing up. My family's from the Philadelphia area, and growing up watching Randall Cunningham suck ass and all the disappointment. It's like how like Red Sox fans have felt in the past, all that shit where it's just constant disappointment. You root to the bitter end, and then you get pooped on. Yeah. So it's a sort of like painful, you know, parallel to your own life going on that year. That's kind of that's kind of like what sports is in general, though, Okay. as a whole. I, I'm just saying I follow it from that emotional... They got to do well for me to do well, not stats. I don't know what the hell's going on, really. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of it. But that's like, you're just saying, what you're talking about is like being a fan of a team. Yeah. It's not like being a sports, yeah. you know. Like, here's how ignorant junkie. I am. We're, I'm in, we're, in, I'm, we're in the same fantasy football league te- team, and I didn't know what I was doing. So I just drafted all Eagles players. <laughs> Which is exactly not what you're supposed to defeat the whole purpose of fantasy football. Actually. I mean, if they do well, then you just I dominate. Like, had a good <laughs> so run. that brings us up to last week, <laughs> <laughs> in which the Eagles did dominate. Well, they didn't dominate per se score. They didn't dominate for three quarters. Yeah, but maybe, maybe most accomplished comeback of all time. Oh, I don't of all time in football. Yeah, I don't know. That might be like the most points scored in seven minutes or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't just a quarter. It was the fourth quarter. It's one thing if you do it in the first quarter and you're just going to roll over a team. That shit happens a lot. But to come back from a huge deficit in the fourth quarter when your spirits are down. Well, not to mention that. that's like that's for that that win is that game was for the division basically. So that yeah, it meant pretty everything. much locked it up to them. Pretty much to be down and out. I mean, it was twenty seven. And it wasn't to, in fifteen minutes. It was in seven minutes. It was twenty seven to seven. Is that how much they were down? I think thirty to ten. Oh. Same differential. Something yeah, like that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, onside kickoff worked. Oh, yeah, crucial. Yeah, which, you know, they didn't even plan for. They didn't even have the right guys out for it. Yep. And fucking the last play, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I mean, that's... Well, come on, dude. 
that guy's fired, right? The kicker for no, no, Giants? no. Uh, Tom Coughlin said that he still stands behind his punter. But it was funny, like that last shot of like, yeah, he's, like they just, he's on the field just like hammering him, bitching the guy <laughs> out so hard. His face was so red. Because you look like the punter just has like think to say. about your your peripheral vision, just looking out right now. You can see a good, I don't know, two hundred and let's say thirty degrees of viewing in front of you. All you had to do was kick the ball anywhere. But, but towards that one guy straight ahead of you. Well, that's the what's funny. The fastest football player in the league. Is like like what when <laughs> I was watching that play happen, they cut to you know the reverse where like you're you're looking at the back of the punter, uh. and he totally like when he caught the snap, he totally turned to his right and was like right, re- really cool. facing the sidelines, <laughs> and somehow he just kicked it straight down the field <laughs> right at him. And Michael Vick, come on. He's the shit. I mean, he's having a, a, a tremendous season. Yeah, come on. But let's okay. Let's let's go. Let's dive into this right now. Oh, I don't know if I got the energy for how, it. How how do you feel about him now, as an NFL player, as a person? Not as an NFL player, but no. As I'm a saying per- both. I mean, yes, he's you, he's well, having as an a NFL great player. Year. He's like maybe going to be MVP, maybe. But but what I'm saying is like can can you actually award him with that based on his rec like his his past? Well, I think the MVP of the year can only apply to your conduct as a person and a player during, during that, that season. year. Okay, and if you just take that into account, not saying his past, he's probably would definitely be the MVP because he by sort of forced of his past. And somewhat voluntary now, but he's forced to do more public good than any other player right now because uh, he pretty much has to go, I think, almost every week to various high schools and colleges and other organizations and basically gives epic speeches on how not to turn out like him. So wait, he does is that every like, week. He, like he's forced to do that through community service or like he he chooses to do it? Uh, I think he chooses to do it for the most part. He had to do, like, I don't know if they would ever tell you to do community service that specific. Like, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. it was voluntary how he decided he was going to give speeches how not to turn out like an asshole like him. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, don't get me wrong. I'm a vegetarian. I think it's more fucked up than anybody does to uh, do that to animals. But I also recognize the difference between that and we have a justice system for a reason. If, you know, if you never believed that anyone was able to recover, you should get the death penalty for every crime there is. If you speed, you should go to, you should get the death penalty. If you shoplift, you should get the death penalty. Because on the belief system that Michael Vick forever sucks means that people can't recover. And honestly, he's in a better position now to do more good for animals than anybody else could ever because of the horrible things he did. He has more a bigger, louder voice and a bigger presence to be more cause for good than he ever could have otherwise. So if he spends the rest of his life doing that, it doesn't wipe away what he did before, but it makes him a better human being than a good percentage of the rest of the population. If he keeps it up, this year he's been pretty stellar, gone above yeah. and beyond. I mean, he's got to keep always, it up, yeah. though. 
everyone definitely deserves a second chance. Yeah. You know? And he, I mean, he paid his dues. He, he did his time. Yeah. It's just like, it's going to be interesting from this point forward, judging people's reactions, because there's always going to be that like, little inkling, like back in their conscience, like, this dude did some fucked up shit. He did, but so do a lot of other people and that get off. Like, first of all, I mean, well, also, I mean, yes, but also, it, it. I'm not. I'm not saying that what he did was by any means, you know, good or anything. But right. because of his stardom at the point, yeah, when you know he, that all that stuff was was uncovered, I think that kind of blows it. I mean, the media is going to have a frenzy, which they did, you know. Right. So that like ha- having a celebrity and then being, you know convicted of something like that it's automatic that like the shit storm is just gonna rain down on you whereas yeah. if it was one of us i mean it'd be really fucked up and obviously it would be in the papers but like everybody's gonna be like that guy's a sack of shit but i don't know who that is so it doesn't like you know affect me as much as somebody who's yeah you know, i mean i have a somewhat of a personal problem with people being a little bit hypocritical in their stance so harshly against them Yet they themselves eat meat and don't even realize some of the torture that goes on behind the scenes to get that meat on their plate. It ain't any better than what he did, and they're doing it on a nightly basis. So we don't have to get into that because no one's going to be on my side on that one. But again, well, yeah. The it, other thing, like what? What about like people like Pac-Man Jones? He pretty much for sure killed somebody, and no one talks yeah. about that dude. Ton, ton of guys. I mean, Ray Lewis <laughs> did, <laughs> just straight up did. <laughs> So uh, so now we have literally just covered my entire knowledge of sports. There's nothing for me to ever talk about again until they win again next week. So, yeah. That's pretty much the game. What else is going on? We're going to try to talk about real news, see if it yeah. goes over well. I mean, I think it's going to go over well for, a, I assume, a certain uh, population of Americans. What? Oh, don't. The don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> yeah. <thing? laughs> nice segue. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Lovely. Skills. Got skills, y'all. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's about fucking time. Come 17 on. years. Wait, that's when yeah. Clinton passed it? Yeah. Well, really, it's been infinite because well, it's not yeah. like it was okay before. Right, either. right, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fucking stupid. I don't understand it, man. I don't understand. Even after all the reports from the Joint Chiefs and the survey they did amongst troops was like overwhelmingly fine with it even after the secretary gates and the pentagon were for it and um admiral mcmullen and all that stuff still like 33 i think republicans voted against it it pretty much is a generation thing at this thing at this point and uh i don't know what kind of bigoted asshole you got to be to be like i don't want to serve with that guy defending my country because he's a fag. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I I wonder, like, you know, how, what the impact is going to be now. Because you know that, like, all the, like, platoon leaders, whatever, they're all kind of old. I mean, they're, the people that hold the higher ranks have put their time in. So you know they're old. You know they might have, like, those same kind of sentiments and not enforce it properly. I just hope this is the beginning of a generational changeover to where all the old, ignorant fucks of the world 
that are so conservative and backwards finally start dying off. And the more I hope our generation is more progressive and we're just starting to get into an age where we can make decisions and voice our opinion and actually vote on things and that we are going to start changing some of these social policies that literally make me sick to my stomach that they're still in place. Well, I mean, this is a good one. Yeah. You know, so far. But I think I think there is going to be like a a serious transitional phase. Yeah, I was thinking about what are they going to do about bathrooms or showers and shit. Right, because that's the that's the main like example that everybody uses. Well, yeah. uh, I'm not comfortable with Todd in the showers because he's looking at my ass. Yeah, I can see that. I it's don't like, know dude, he's probably not attracted to you. Yeah, he probably isn't because you're a bro. But it, in a sense, I understand the opposite's argument in that sense because that would be like saying. It would be the equivalent of me You're, wanting to go and take a shower in the women's bathroom. Yeah, I mean, because, shower. yeah, yeah. It, at that point, it's kind of turning you just into an object. Yeah. Where, I mean, I would be stoked to go into the women's showers and just you know, be this, like, yeah, That's the solution, up? is to just have unisex everything, so no one can bitch. Well. <laughs> all men, all women, gay, lesbian, anything, just one bathroom. Just it, one type of bathroom. That is going to be a crazy gangbang. <laughs> Oof. Though. I hope not. Jesus. They were making a good point saying that, like, the Marines are going to have the hardest time because the Marines are, like, straight up, like, eye-to-eye, hand-to-hand combat, you know? Yeah. And you have to, like... Dick to you, ha- you have to... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, maybe edit that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but, like... So, you know, that is so much more, like, intimate. You have to, like, everybody, you have to know that everybody else has your back. Yeah. And they don't feel like, like, gay Marines have their back for some reason. Because the Marines are kind of, like, built on this, like, uber-masculine, like, you know, ultra-testosterone. Yeah. Kind of, like, that's just the mentality that you have to be, like, a soldier and a warrior. And... I think that they are going to have the biggest problem knowing that guy's gay. He's pro- he probably doesn't share in my like appetite for destruction. Maybe do they allow female marines? I think so. Okay. We they're still not allowed Actually, females still aren't allowed to that. like be in combat, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that shit works. I just I think obviously there's just like there's many forms of straight people, there's many forms gay people come in. You get the, you know, flamer types that that fit the stereotype, but then that's probably not the type of gay person that enters the military. Yeah, yeah. I would assume you wouldn't be able to tell the difference on those levels. I don't know. Well, yeah. Either way, I mean, they're like they're risking their lives, you know, for their country. Yeah. That part of them should be, you know, ammunition enough to say, like, listen, I don't care about your sexuality. Yeah. Like, you know, we're we're trying to to get the same, we're trying to reach the same goal. We, we're, like, defending the same means to an end. Yeah. And uh, not even combat roles. I remember one of the big examples was, like, the Army was dying to find good quality Arabic translators or something. Yeah, yeah. And, like, there's, like, five good ones in the world and one of them happened to be gay they had to get rid of them like they desperately needed them but because of that they got rid of them like yeah that's terrible stupid dude 
We have to be moving on from this shit. So, I can't take yeah. it anymore. So basically, ask, tell. <laughs> That's what's happening it's now. A pro, ask, pro, tell. Yeah. Now there's everyone just like dancing about, like, hey, I'm yeah. gay, I'm straight. <laughs> Woo! They have big parties. Yeah, they do. You have to, like, it's a giant box you have to check at the top of your military application. It's, it's, it's that's the cover page. It's just <laughs> gay question mark. Yes. No. <laughs> well, there's just a there's just a giant rainbow and you oh. either circle it or leave it blank. <laughs> and then you get like a uh, pink triangle merit badge that you can put on the side of your. Oh, see, I thought it was just like Dorothy. <laughs> it, Dorothy armband. Yeah. So. For some reason, they've really gone 180 on this thing and too far to the other side of the spectrum, but... Yeah. Well, what do you know? <laughs> so, uh, you trying to see True Grit tonight? I am about to... Damn it. All right. I don't I don't know, like... I still don't know the line of, like, how dirty I should say things. What do you mean? I, I was just going to say I am about to skeet all over the theater. <laughs> That's nothing compared to shit we've already said. Okay, fair enough. Well, I, just, I said it. <coughs> yeah, I'm pretty much like I like when I like know a movie's gonna be good. It's just the question is how good is it gonna be? Yeah, I mean the like I was reading somebody's top ten, number one, True Grit. Yeah. Already, I mean it just came out today. <laughs> I mean this dude gets screeners and stuff like that. So. Yeah. But um, yeah, he said that that's exactly like he's sitting in the theater. Within the first five minutes, he knows that, like, this movie is going to be badass. Yeah. And, like, because the Coen brothers are so good at, like, you know, bringing you into that world. Oh, yeah. Where, totally. you know, you're just, like, you're so enveloped in what's happening. And yeah. you're, like, with the characters yeah. when they're, like, getting on horseback and everything. They, you can you can understand the entire setting, story, Sometimes even exactly everything you need to know about a character's entire life up to that moment by the time the credits have finished rolling. Yeah, like They're yeah. that good. The opening credits. Yeah, that's I what assume. I meant. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Opening credits, yeah. <laughs> like, it's insane. Like, they don't waste a single frame of celluloid on anything. Like, Yeah, dude. I mean, that's why so many of their movies, like Fargo, is considered like a perfect movie because like literally every single frame matters. You can't say one thing should be out of that film. And so, and that's pretty ballsy remaking an old American classic movie like that. Yeah, John Wayner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if any other filmmakers had tried that, I think you'd gotten so much backlash along the way. But everyone's like, well, it's the Coen Brothers, so yeah. we'll wait and see. And, in fact, they knocked it out of the park. I like how we're talking like that and we haven't even seen it yet. Well. Could suck a big fat donkey ball. If but... if it does, we're gonna let you know. Yeah, that was bogus. Yeah, I but just of course, wasted. by the time we do the next episode, lots of people will go thinking. Yeah. Oh, they promoted it so well, and then they're yeah. gonna hate us for. Yeah, because that huge audience we have, dude, they're yeah. gonna go and single... There's gonna be like that. I mean, the theaters might shut down. Yeah. There's so many people there. Trying I mean, to get I think we had like 37 plays on the last one. Hello. <laughs> Double digits. You're welcome. <laughs> Double digits. Hello. What up? <laughs> Wasn't expecting all yeah. that now. So, so yeah, man, True Grit. What, how do you think, like, do you think they ever get sick of one another? The Coen brothers? Yeah. Probably. I think, I mean, they just, they just like, have their, their creative visions so well thought out. Yeah. That it's probably just like, you know, it's just like everything falls into place. They're like, all right, we got this idea. You're going to do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. Boom. Yeah. Finished product. 
epic. Thank you. I would imagine in the writing process, though, there's got to be like mega battling of minds or something. Well, see, that's what I wonder is like, or is it just like complete synergy and fusion, you know? Yeah. Just because they both bring that that different element to the table where it's just like, oh, my God, thank you for saying that because that's, <clears throat> that's Boomtown. Maybe. I got to believe when things are that good in life in any capacity, they were debated over and, you know, someone really fought for their belief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't someone just that, out of nowhere had a great idea. The best shit ever is always like a collaboration. Yeah, and then some, some compromise along the way. Yeah, and that's got to be why they're good. I don't know. I mean, maybe not, but I don't know much about their work ethic. I just imagine, man, like that relationship, because they've so many movies. I mean, do you know how many titles they have? They've done together. I mean, it's got to be like I don't know over twenty for sure. Miller's Crossing, Barton Fink, Raising Arizona. What is the hula hoop one with Tim Robbins? Are you really trying to go down all of them right now? Yeah. No, too is much. Is Miller Crossing Miller's Crossing their first one? No, they had one before that, uh, with his wife in it. I can't remember what it's called though. I don't know. A lot. A lot. In fact, I love every film they've ever made except for Lady Killers. One out of fifteen or something, I absolutely love. And that movie wasn't terrible; it just wasn't very good. So, so, so Burn After Reading. Yeah, I I liked it. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed the shit out of that. Yeah, it was one of those ones, like, uh, Intolerable Cruelty. I saw it in the theater, and I was like, meh, it's kind of ho-hum. But now it's, I think it's hilarious. I love it. When yeah. it comes on, I watch the shit out of it. Yeah, it's such, it's, I mean, it's really just like a really slow burn leading up to the final punchline. Yeah, Which yeah. is like, what did we do wrong? Yeah, pretty just much. Like, you got to get in the right mindset, like a serious man. Did you see that one? Yeah, I saw that with you. Oh, <laughs> pretty much just sometimes life sucks and there's nothing you can do about it yeah i don't think there's much other message than that but yeah. if you embrace it the movie's pretty hilarious because <laughs> life just goes down yeah. the hill and never recovers that's what's always funny too is like going to see those style movies in the theater mm. because you get it but and you're laughing <laughs> yeah. but everybody around you is like this movie fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it so serious? And what's wrong with these yeah. assholes laughing during these yeah. terrible so moments? So dark, man. Those guys are on medication. <laughs> yeah, they're fucked. Those are future serial killers back there. So, yeah, I love that shit. I love when I'm laughing my ass off and everyone else is, like, looking at me. Kind of like Harry Potter. Well. <laughs> That's for a totally different reason. I mean, you were going to. How about that side boob, though? Side boob? Yeah. In Harry Potter? Yeah, you don't remember that? Hermione? Oh, in the on. weird cloud thing when they were like kissing and making oh, yeah, it during Ron's thing yeah but she's she's still like a little kid to me no, dude she's over 20 years old I'm pretty sure really yeah she looks like she's 14 I would uh, she she did shave her head though what yeah she shaved her oh, head oh yeah yeah I saw it yeah yeah she's uh, I don't know about that dude she's I mean diking it up a little bit Natalie Portman is like in my opinion one of the hottest she's top five most attractive females for me. Yeah. And when she shaved her head, I was like, nah, I'm out. Really? Well, I'm back in now, but... Yeah. Even with the no boobies? <sighs> After Black Swan, See, they're almost like inverted. Yeah. Don't, that I, bad, don't dude. tell me that. I mean, I, I saw... She was on Penthouse. What? Or was it Hustler? She was on one of the... cover The covers of one of them. Yeah, but she's not in it. I mean, she has a... She has like a white tank top that's see-through for the most part. Ellie Portman? Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah. It's because she's vegan. That's why she's got no meat on her bones. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, that is that is kind of a deal deal breaker for me, honestly. But I'll the get boobies or the vegan? The boobies. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> or the lack thereof. Right. That's the. Uh, you the, got the most ridiculous set of requirements, though. Being on what are you talking? Being on the committee. <laughs> what are you talking about? The itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> Yeah, but you want them like small and slender and petite, yet no, big boobs, dude, and hot saying, and cool, and like you're the pickiest nah, you, motherfucker on the planet. I think I could. That's pick, not true. In a room, just pick out the two you would even look at because it's so narrow. It's I think true. I know. I mean, I do have high standards. I w- I will admit to that. Where can you back that shit up though? That that I have high standards. What? I'm, that I'm you're a badass to, to have those kind of high standards. Oh fuck no. <laughs> but I mean I'm that's trying to find that one girl that's like that I'm like hey she meets all my standards and she's like hey for some reason so, in life I'm dumb enough to like want to hang out with you a lot yeah and I'm like bonus yeah I hear you well at least you feel that way about yourself that's that's smart yeah I mean I, I have no preconceived notions about how tight I am <laughs> kidding me I got a lot to learn <laughs> all right so, by the time we do another one of these things, Christmas will have come and gone. Yep. What'd you get me? <laughs> Same thing I got you last year. Wait, did I actually get you something last year? I don't think so. Okay, good. So because this year I did. <laughs> so that's okay. That's the answer. What? <laughs> yeah. So I guess when we come back, we'll probably talk about how our holiday went. Try to bust one out between New Year's and New Year's. And by then, I have hoped to have lost this. Incredibly sexy voice. I'm if sorry. If you're still like this, I'm fired. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. I feel like if I'm next time if I'm still like this, I need to sing some songs. I should do an album while it's like this. You can just just lay one down right now. Yeah. Give me You like that one? I'm not sure what we should call it. Well, I was trying to like fill I out don't know the harmony was... and the vocals at the same, the melody and the vocals at the same time. You weren't giving me anything. So that's why the, there was really no lyrics to that. That's why there were no lyrics? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> okay. Damn it, Nick. Uh, all right, let's wrap this shit up. Yep. Um, all right, so we're going to call this thing yet, still, yet, yeah, to be. Still yet untitled. Oh, God. We need to get some more fans that will contribute more ideas. Yeah. See, all right, this is what's going to end up happening is we're going to end up being like, listen, fans, all four of you, give us name ideas, and then we're going to like one that they say, and we're going to be like, all right, that's what we're called. And then we're going to get one more fan, that's and they're going to awesome. say, what about this? Or we're going to be like, tight. So we're going to end up having a different name every week. Well, that's fine. So it's going to be really easy to search for it on the internet. Yeah, well, since no one's interested in doing that anyway, that might be the perfect idea. I mean, it's... Incredibly original. You're welcome. <laughs> and horrible for advertising purposes. Yeah. Mediocrity, round two. <laughs> Until next time. Okay. Enjoy your presence. Definitely wasn't as funny that time. It was more for real. People are going to fall asleep. 
to it. <laughs> to my voice, probably. Yeah. So turn it on. They're going to turn it on, and then they're going to say, oh, man, I have so much to do with my day. And then they're going to wake up three hours later like, what happened? Like, why did I that, just have an orgasm in my yeah, pants? that was the best Nick's voice. nap I've ever had. <laughs> and I'm slightly it turned on. It was so recuperative. I wonder why. Because there was knowledge being dropped into your ears while you were sleeping. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Not only are you smarter, but you're slightly more attractive because you're well-rested. And well-rested, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you're welcome, audience. Glad we could do that for you. This is a PS. Hey, give me a baby. Give me a baby.